0: Live episode of Fictional Hangover, we talk about sparkly outfits, picking option C, vegetarian vampires, and tiny gongs. <laughs> <laughs> In our discussion of the short story Dracula Night by Charlene Harris. Yay! Dancing with me. <laughs> That's what we always do. Oh, I didn't play my music this time. Excuse mm. me. Excuse me. Excuse me.
1: All this talk of Dracula night and partying and music is going to be very confusing to the people who haven't read.
0: It story. really is. Hey, there it is. Oh, there we go. Woo! <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Fictional Hangover, a podcast about young adult and new adult books, series, authors, and voice actors that is full of spoilers. I'm Amanda.
1: And I'm Claire, and today we're going to discuss Dracula Night by Charlene Harris.
0: Standard disclaimer, if you haven't read this story, please remember that Fictional Hangover is all about spoilers. If you haven't read or listened and don't want to be spoiled, too bad, because we're live. I suppose you can... (laughs) Just pause. go along with it, pause Come back later, I don't know Whatever, but you should read the story because it's really fun If you haven't done any of that Whatever, but you want to pretend that you have Or if you don't care about spoilers, or if you just like the show So much that you don't care about any of that, <sighs> then listen up I'm really prepared Yay. For today, is the thing <laughs> <laughs> That's probably
1: the weird. The standard disclaimer Fine. you've done
0: <laughs> I, it, You know, it could be the worst One, really Not weird. Worst.
1: You did it in multiple breaths, which is, to me, very disconcerting.
0: It is. I'm I'm sorry, I'm letting everyone down. It's really because I'm afraid that my teeth are going to fall out. It's all I can focus on. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this live episode of Fictional Hangover. I don't have baby fangs. I have true blood fangs in there on my snaggle tooth, which is weird. (laughs) Everyone, don't judge my snaggle-tooth. It's fine. It's I don't think fine. anybody's
1: judging the snaggle-tooth. There's, there's too many other things. To there's do. too
0: many other things to judge me for right now.
1: Do you know what I'm judging you for? What? Not giving me background information.
0: Well, you didn't ask for it. Fine, have... can I have
1: some background information, please?
0: Yes, you may. You may have some background information. This background information is provided in the text by Charlene Harris. And it is as follows. Dracula Knight was intended to spotlight a more credulous side of Eric. Who would a vampire, even a very old and powerful one, revere? Who would be Eric's great pumpkin? It's the one area where Eric might lose his pragmatism and become positively fanboyish, and it was fun to see him that way. Pam and Sookie are the voices of cold reason in an enjoyable turnaround. Dracula night takes place in the time following Dead to the World, which was a long time ago for us in Vampire Book Club.
1: Yeah. So, really, if you're following along with Vampire Book Club, there's absolutely no spoilers.
0: Right, definitely. I mean, there's not really anyway. Because none no, of this as no. none of this actually makes sense with the storyline. That's true. That we is never true. hear about Suki going to Dracula Night in any of the books. So it's just a fun there, little extra story. There
1: was one side note where Suki says she'll see after a, after an incident she's never going to be invited to a party at Fantasia again. Mm. And it's yep. it's a throwaway comment that made it sticks in my mind and made me snicker purely because I love Dracula Night short story so much.
0: It it probably is the best of the short stories.
1: It's my favorite. Out What's of your all favorite of one. I
0: haven't read the um
1: the anthology of other authors.
0: No, I haven't read, read those right. either. I've not ready
1: then.
0: Yeah, I haven't read those either, but. You know, one day. One day we'll get around to it. Yeah. Yeah. So are you ready to begin? Definitely. All right. On her way to Merlot's one day, Sookie checks her mail and finds an invitation to a formal party at Fangtasia, celebrating Dracula Night, a night for the Lord of Darkness, Prince Dracula, who may or may not attend the festivities. When she gets to work, she asks Sam if he got an invitation too, but no. He's just a shifter, no one important like a packmaster or a telepath. Suki, of course, thinks her telepathy is a problem, but Sam assures her it's a gift.
1: Oh, Sam.
0: Aww. Well,
1: Sookie takes a break to call Pam a little later to ask if there really was a Dracula. And Pam confirms this to be true and explains that Vlad Tepish, Vlad the Impaler, was admired by vampires at the time. So they turned him and he became the first modern vampire to rise from his tomb on the island of Snagov. Bram Stoker met him and embellished his stories and wrote this novel. Kind of like what Anne Rice did when she met Louis. Yeah. He's real He's too. He's real too. I know. Now all the vampires hope that Dracula will visit their city on Dracula night.
0: Suki spends the rest of her shift at Merlot's trying not to read the minds of those around her. And after learning about Hoyt planting flowers and Arlene hoping to get married again, Suki's thoughts turn to what she'll wear to Fantasia on Dracula night. The invitation said this would be a formal occasion, which is why we're dressed so fancily. And Suki doesn't really have anything appropriate, so after work, she decides to go to the mall where she finds a beautiful pink sequin and chiffon dress on sale. It's perfect! Yes!
1: When the night arrives, Suki drives to Fantasia and gets dressed when she gets there. Pam compliments her dress, looking very nice in a silver lamé tuxedo herself. Pam is excited that Suki is there and hopes she'll excite Eric too, who has been a little stressed about the party. Suki asks why, and Pam explains his stress by comparing the situation to It's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. <laughs> Eric is 100% sure every year, that Dracula is going to come to his party on Dracula night.
0: But he never does. (sighs) Now, Eric is yelling at the new bartender because he doesn't think they have enough royalty brand blood, which is synthetic blood mixed with the blood of actual royalty. It's rare Mm. and expensive, and of course, it's Dracula's favorite. Unless real human blood is offered? He prefers that, but you know, because of laws and stuff he can't take human blood unless it's willingly offered which is you know it probably would be with all the fang bangers around but still any vampire (laughs) who bites an unwilling victim is put to death but at the same time no vampire is allowed to kill dracula or even strike him so hopefully that won't happen Any vampire who does must meet the sun, and then Dracula has to be paid recompense, so it's really just a bad idea all around for a vampire to do anything negative to the vampire prince. Wink!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Eric comes out of his office then, swoops Suki up in a kiss, and gets ready for the festivities. Suki questions Eric's oddly optimistic attitude about Dracula's attendance, and Eric says he has had a business discussion with Dracula's handler, aka he bribed him. (laughs) So he's sure he's going to be there. Suki doubts it, and does pretty much everyone else except for Eric, but Suki, with all the fakeness she can muster, brightly says,
0: We'll see! We'll see! Fantasia is fancily decorated with all of Dracula's favorite things, which Pam thinks is a waste of money. But oh my God, don't (laughs) tell that to Eric. There (laughs) are flags in his honor, nice tablecloths, Transylvanian music, a throne, and a blood fountain. Clearly, Eric has gone all out. There are several local vampires, like Bill and Clancy, and several other visiting vampires and other supernaturals at Fantasia, including Calvin Norris and Colonel Flood, and a goblin. <laughs> Sookie Why not? questions the additional vampires and learns that if you're a vampire passing through an area on Dracula night, you're meant to stop and party with the nearest sheriff.
1: Now that's an obligation I can get behind.
0: I know. Oh shucks. I gotta go to a party with Eric. Aw, oh, darn it.
1: <sighs> Suki also learns that there is a new bartender named Milos, who is a recent immigrant from the old countries, and Pam hates him. Yep. She says he's sneaky and has been questioning how much the bar makes and how much Eric has. He seems pretty gross, but Fantasia and Suki, if we're being honest, are pretty hard on bartenders. <laughs> so, what are you gonna do? Drug. That is... That is a, a nice way of putting it.
0: <laughs> yeah. The party gets going, and Suki dances with Calvin and makes her rounds talking to people, while Eric and the rest of the Fantasia crew do the same. Then, Suki slow dances with Eric and we all swoon. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Soon, Midnight creeps closer, and Eric bangs a tiny gong to gather everyone's attention. <laughs> I hope it's like Makes you me...
1: know like the world's smallest violin type thing. Like
0: I know, just smaller. a tiny little gong. Bong. Yeah. Bong. <laughs> Comically tiny <laughs> <laughs> He He raises a toast to the Lord of Darkness and then Dracula reveals himself. It's <gasps> Milos. Oh, oh.
1: Milos Jumps from behind the bar and rips off his tuxedo to reveal a black, glittery jumpsuit. <laughs> he looks like he belongs in a circus, and Pam quietly remarks to Suki that he's a poser. While Eric spouts platitudes, Dracula declares that he'll stay with Eric for a year and accept non-stop tribute, a tithe from the club for his income, and a house and servants thrown in. He will live in the way he prefers to and accept one woman a day for his refreshment. And he'll start with Sucky.
0: Oh, Colonel and
1: no. Calvin, step up to protect Suki but she's got a plan. Pam has just quietly passed something to her. A steak. <gasps>
0: Suki pretends to be glamoured by Dracula when he beckons her and asks how he escaped his tomb at Targovish Day. Dracula leans down to drink from Suki and says he'll have to tell the story later. But she stakes him instead. <laughs> the stake doesn't go all the way in, so Eric hops over to help. The other vampires in the bar go crazy with rage and want to execute Suki, but oh uh, no. The rule is that no vampire can stake Dracula, and well, Suki's not a vampire and uh also <laughs> that wasn't Dracula. <laughs> Woah Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs>
1: Uh, but how did Suki know? <laughs> how? <laughs> the visiting vampires are still in a rage, even though Eric is now standing by and sporting Suki's staking. Pam steps up and reminds everyone that the real Dracula was entombed at Snagov, but Suki asked him how he escaped Tarkistov. He didn't realise or correct her, so clearly he was an imposter. The visitors now demand recompense for this faker's maker, and Eric says, Of course, if they can figure out who this guy was and who his maker is. Bill offers to search his vampire directory slash
0: phone book slash scrapbook slash database. <laughs> his little craft project. <laughs> Eric. Fangily smiles at his guests and reminds them what they just witnessed should be kept secret until the matter is resolved. Calvin and Colonel Flood agree, or don't care, and the same goes for the goblin and all the others. After all, what happens in Shreveport stays in Shreveport. (laughs) (laughs) Pample Suki aside, upset
1: at the blood splatter on her pink. And tells her that what she did was very brave. She thanks Suki for helping Eric, and then she asks Suki about her knowledge of Dracula. Well, she went to the library and she did some research. oh girl after a worn heart. Pam suggests that Vlad Tepish was beheaded and therefore not Dracula, and Suki agrees, but also says there's there's only one that's only one theory. And it's possible that Dracula is actually real. After all, Eric claims to have done business with someone who works for him. Mm. Or he was conned.
0: Speaking of Eric, he's looking pretty sad as he watches the fake Dracula disintegrate. But then his frown turns upside down. Even though the real Dracula didn't visit tonight. There's always next year! <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear sweet Eric Oh Oh he's precious He's <laughs> precious I love it I love it God
1: I love that story so much
0: Me too Me too It's such a good one So uh what are your standout moments?
1: <sighs> Eric the fanboy I love it when somebody eats so cool loses their cool and turns into just a big gigantic nerd
0: yes yes um this (laughs) my favorite part is something that was not specifically described in our summary but Mm. when Eric opens the door after yelling at the bartender after yelling at fake Dracula he opens the door so hard that it swings back closed on him, and so he has to try again, and for some reason that is hilarious to me. <laughs> I can just imagine him, like, kicking the door open, you know, he's so pissed off, and it just flings open and slams back closed, and he's like, well, shit. And he has to try again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it's so funny, but oh, it is. It's,
1: it's it's pure slapstick comedy. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. I love so it. So great. So cool. I like how sassy Pam is in like throughout the entire thing. She's she Pam suffers no fools, takes no bullshit.
0: Yeah. I mean We all I aspire to be Pam. We do. We do all aspire to be Pam. Um Do you know what else is something that I really, really like? <laughs> Eric's Tiny Gong? <laughs> Why does he have a tiny
1: friendship. gong? Why wouldn't He's... Eric have a tiny gong?
0: And like where did he where did he pull it out from? He just whips out a tiny gong and just <laughs> bong. Why? How? He has it
1: on his person at all times because you never know <laughs> when you need a tiny gong.
0: You never Are know you telling me right now you, you don't have access
1: to a tiny gong?
0: I mean I, I wish don't have a tiny
1: gong, I could just pull out and just go see. <laughs>
0: I know, it would be really great if we had a tiny gong and we could just whip out it any time that we wanted to. I think we'll have to get one. Can we have, have to acquire tiny gongs. Tiny, gongs?
1: tiny gongs.
0: Fictional hangover branded tiny gongs. Coming soon to Redbubble. <laughs> Wait, no, not Redbubble. That's clothing. <laughs> Can't do that, but... I would be Unfortunately, so doesn't
1: fall oh, For
0: housewares. Falls into housewares. It does. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. Um. Do you know... Okay, my other... This is my last favorite thing, I think. I love that Sookie goes to the library and does research on Dracula. Like, oh,
1: God, yes.
0: I know that we've talked about this throughout the series, which if you're not, you know watching all of our episodes or listening to all of our episodes you'll you'll have missed out on how much I love that Suki goes to the library <laughs> but she does she uses her local library and it makes me really happy and she's done it again she's gone to the library and googled Dracula to find out this information I love it I love it so much, this is the PSA for the public library, everyone use your public library you all have one, go there get a library card
1: <laughs> you're, I'm, you're I'm, friendly I'm, waiting for, I'm waiting, waiting for the PSA banner to come up about using your public library
0: I'm sorry, I don't have one of those banners prepared yet <laughs> yet, give me a moment <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right, you do that. I'll get the tiny gong, and by the end of this episode, we'll be sorted. (laughs) There you go. No, I do love that as well. It is a. Oh. (laughs)
0: There you go. It's my gift. It's my gift to you. Oh, the power you (laughs) will, the power you will. I know, it's amazing. That's what I use it for, too. I use my powers to promote the public library. (laughs) Oh, dear me. (laughs) Um,
1: Can Can I ask about the Charlie Brown pumpkin thing? It's, it's a the great, great pumpkin. It's Charlie the great pumpkin Brown. Charlie Brown. I've never seen it. It's American. It's very American. <sighs> what? 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 The what?
0: Um. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's pretty much exactly what happens in this story, except for it's Charlie Brown. Which do you know about Charlie Brown?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, it's just, it's just a more Charlie famous than Snoopy than it is, than Charlie Brown.
0: Right. Um, sorry, I just, I got distracted by this really good comment that popped up. I'm just going to share it real quick. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty much exactly that. I haven't watched it since I was a kid. So if I'm wrong, someone please pop up and tell us, but, uh, it's just, it's exactly that you think that the great pumpkin is going to come see you on Halloween and it, uh, it doesn't happen. Who is the Great Pumpkin? Like like just like a pumpkin A mystical person? being Okay As far as I remember, I don't know I could be butchering that Sarley, Sarley, Sorry Charlie Brown I always hated Charlie Brown so I don't care But
1: uh... <laughs> Mine being reference to Charlie Brown I always feel like is uh, Buffy when Willow has to go around Xander's to watch the Charlie Brown Christmas Mm-hmm and that's it just, pretty much it.
0: It just makes me sad. I find it depressing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everyone should I know that I think that's why don't... over
1: here it was all Snoopy, not really Charlie Brown's snoopy yeah. cartoons.
0: I mean I just everyone should know by now that I don't like to watch things that I find depressing, so Fair
1: enough. Fair enough. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of depressing, why can't Fangtasia catch a break when it comes to bartenders? they're always so
0: terrible. Murderous? They're murderers. They're burglars. Burglars who murder? Murderers who burgle? They're fake Draculas. Plants? Spies? (laughs)
1: Just general baddens?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Do not run background
1: checks? I mean... Pam and, and Eric feel like the type of people who would run background checks on their employees.
0: I mean maybe they are now.
1: <laughs> now.
0: Now, after fake Dracula <laughs> comes to work for them.
1: How many how many bartenders do you have to get to before you start background checking?
0: I mean at least six. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is that oh. right? I can't remember
0: how many bartenders there have been at Fangtasia since we started the series. We don't
1: count the bartenders on fictional hangover. We count the nipples.
0: That's right. We only count nipples, which I'm really upset about my nipple count. It's... The nipple count is zero. <laughs> the nipple count in, in this episode is zero. For sure. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm just reading through the comments. Uh, hi Annie, uh, hi Brie, talking about yes. the excess Britishness.
0: Yes, of course. <laughs> oh, oh, and Brie
1: pointing out that it's not just bartenders, it's fry cooks and merlots.
0: Yes. It's really hard to find good help these days.
1: <laughs> Truth.
0: <laughs> Preach. Oh, I will. Uh, who's your favourite character? If you don't say Pam, Pam you're wrong.
1: Pam. <laughs> Pam, 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 Pam. No Nerdy Eric to an extent, but actually Pam was the MVP of this particular piece.
0: Yes, definitely. Although, I mean, <sighs> fangirling Eric is one of the best things ever. I mean, to be fair, we fangirl Eric.
1: Well, we fangirl Eric every month in
0: Vampire We Book do. Club. We really do. And uh, don't forget, everyone, that there is a vampire book club coming up right after this episode so you can join in if you haven't yet we would love to have you
1: so I'm guessing Pam is also your favorite
0: of course like I said if you don't say Pam you're wrong
1: but as Brie has pointed out always Pam never Bill
0: never Bill look Bill was only in this one for a few seconds and it was just to promote his vampire phone book so (sighs)
1: And even they set up in a boring manner. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, I can figure out who it is. Mm-hmm. I can figure out who his I, maker you is. Check just ooze off into the shadows with my vampire mm-hmm. book.
1: Yeah, it disappears to the back I'll check my scrapbook. Mm. <laughs> oh, did you have any surprises?
0: <laughs> Eric's gong is so small. <laughs> 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 it's inappropriate, but it's true. <laughs> oh,
1: honestly, honestly. <laughs> at
0: this,
1: at this point, it's no longer a gong; it's a gong. <laughs>
0: oh, oh. <Did> <laughs> I don't know why I'm obsessed with Eric's gong so much, but I can't help it. Yeah, I, I, can't I help found being this with difficult. Eric's gong.
1: No, you have to have an obsession with the Eric's gong. You have to. I'm yeah. quite obsessed with actual, actually, with Pam's lame suit, sparkly tuxedo.
0: Yes, especially the fact that you're that you said that it's lame, which makes me really happy. I love that you're so excessively British. <laughs> lame, my
1: pro- lame. My problem is with Surprises and Dracula I think I've read it that many times. Like, I've read it more than the main series.
0: Well, that... I mean, it's like it's like 20 pages long. Yeah. How long is the audio? Like, 40 minutes, maybe? 37 minutes. Yeah, and then speed. if if you put it at double speed like we do, I mean, you can listen to it over and over and over again forever. And it only takes you, like, 12 minutes to do it. I feel like I'm gonna say this is a
1: surprise, but it's not a surprise in the book. But like generally speaking, a surprise for the vampires, like Dracula being so protected, like no vampire can even strike him. He's so revered. Yeah, but he's a bit of a
0: twat. Well, I mean, do we even know that he's real? Milosh is a twat, of course, but but actual Dracula, is it Gary Oldman? <laughs> If, if it's Gary it's, Oldman Dracula, he can do If it's Gary no Oldman
1: Dracula or Fart Oldman, <laughs> linking back to our time on Animal Crossing, then it's acceptable. However, the real Vlad Tepish was a dick. Well, obviously. So I can understand why the vampires would revere him, but to the extent that he can't be touched... And that he could demand tithe? Like Really? Does Louis get the same kind of deal? Where I doubt Louis
0: it. Night? Where's Louis Knight?
1: Where's the stat night?
0: I I don't know. I, I feel like thats an, that hasn't been around long enough for everyone to revere it quite as much. It's only a fifty year difference. Fifty years is not a long time if you're immortal. Um forget that I said that. Let's just move on. Let's move on to something else. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we move on to Would You Rather? Ooh, yeah, we can move on to Would You Rather. We can. Pew, we can. Pew, 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 Excuse pew, pew, pew. me. Sorry. I can't forget my sound effects.
1: I mean you can.
0: I already did once. <laughs>
1: Right. Let's just let's just let's just get in there. Thank you, Bree. Pew 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 pew. Uh, just, uh, honestly.
0: Did you just? You were so you were so excited by the pew pews. That you forgot what was almond. happening. Just totally about almond. Bart.
1: Bart. <laughs> almond. <laughs> okay, so let's do the what rather's. If you want, you can answer them in the comments and. We'll pop them up on screen.
0: Yes, yes, we will.
1: So we asked on social media, would you rather meet Louis for an interview with a vampire or Dracula? On Facebook, 87% said Dracula. On Instagram, 67% said Dracula. On Twitter, it was 60% for Dracula. And on TikTok, very close, but Dracula won with 51%.
0: I'm really surprised that everyone picked Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. It's because of my love for Gary Oldman's Dracula. You can't tell me well, anything if... other than that.
1: Oh no, that's 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 a given. That's a given. Let's have a look at some of the comments. People can put comments on who are watching as well.
0: Yes, please do. Add your add your comments and we'll pop them up on the screen. <laughs>
1: So Colin on Facebook said, "Dracula is Louis, frankly, as wet as a wet thing in Wetsville, the wettest place in Wettington."
0: <laughs> we just had a comment from Dragonheart nine nine five, definitely Dracula would just be awesome. Yeah, you're right. It would be. <laughs> it would definitely be right. So Bree on Facebook and in the comments. Here says, uh, something about Louis makes me think he'd be fun to interview. Wink. I wonder what it could be.
1: Mm. Mm. <laughs> Annie on Facebook said, Dracula, I could fangirl with Eric. <sighs> mm.
0: You just, you ding Eric's tiny mm. gong. Mm. Eric and his tiny gong. L20cab on Instagram says More of a chance of Dracula turning you than Louis Louis would be giving you all the costs, benefits, risks, rewards, disclaimers And asking if you're sure over and over and over I would like to meet Brad Pitt though (laughs) Me too, me too Would you rather meet Brad Pitt or Gary Oldman?
1: Gary Oldman, hands down, (laughs) without question, Mm. no doubt Brad pick again, see. sea. Mm. <laughs> Books from Fairies on Instagram said, Louis, I would love to have a thoughtful conversation
0: with him about life, about love, about feelings. <sighs> oh no, Bree Chart B <laughs> B Chart. That's your name now, Bree. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Has just chimed in with both no. option C. No. Coral Wreath nope. on Instagram says Dracula with a heart because she knows what's up. Oh no, ooh. Dragonheart995 is back. Be honest, if you met Dracula, there would only be two reactions terror or fangirling. Possibly a bit of both. Yeah, you're right, it's both. It's 100% both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sparks Lily
1: Rose on Instagram said Dracula,
0: I love a man with tiny glasses. Those are really handsome tiny glasses.
1: They are, and that's a very specific kink.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. But you know what? You know what, Claire? Do we don't kink shame. <laughs> nope. <laughs> hmm. Oh, finally, our last comment on social media is from Chlamydia on TikTok. <laughs> and they say, well, Louis stayed hot, so... And he had chlamydia.
1: (laughs) You can't tell me one of them did not have syphilis as well.
0: Oh, I'm sure they had all the STDs. All STDs all the time. Practice safe sex, kids.
1: That's your other PSA. Go to your
0: public library
1: and practice (laughs) safe sex.
0: Not at the library, though, for the love of all that is holy. Uh Uh-uh. No. No, don't do that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: <laughs> That's a person who has experience. <laughs> well, Not having sex to... in the library, it's sorting out the people having sex in the library.
0: I don't want to see that again.
1: <laughs> you knew it's more than once. There's there's several stories there. No, Brie <laughs> Brie's sassy. Anywho, we should probably answer this.
0: I don't think anyone uh, needs to doubt my choice of Dracula. Especially if it's Gary Oldman's Dracula. Because everyone knows how obsessed I am with Gary Oldman's Dracula. And how much I love cosplaying him. Can I cosplay as him and meet him? Do you think he would be flattered? Yes. Definitely. Definitely. What are you doing? Who are you, who are you meeting?
1: I'm really struggling with this one because I want to say neither.
0: Because you wanna say Lestat?
1: I wanna say Lestat.
0: Well, you don't get because that option.
1: I know there's no option C, which I'm very distraught about because you know, i, I it's a hard and fast rule. Louie is so freaking depressing. Like, and I've said it before, he hates, or at least gives the impression of hates, being a vampire. He has no zest for the undead life. And it's like, oh my god, just stake yourself already, man. And I find it so frustrating. So yeah, okay, interesting to an extent to interview, but really, no. Dracula would be more interesting because he has that jeu de vie. He 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 is happy to be a vampire, he's happy to turn other people into vampires as long as they're subservient to him. So in that regard, okay, if I've got to choose between the two, I'm gonna pick Dracula. But we both know I think the book Dracula is not as good it's as everybody thinks it
0: is. Not it's. your favourite book of all time. No,
1: but I'll pick Dracula just because it's the lesser or better of two evils.
0: Yeah, you know I feel like you would at least eat better if you were hanging out with Dracula, because Louis is just eating rats.
1: Oh, no, if I'm gonna be vamp, I'm not gonna be vegetarian vamp. Sorry, I'm not gonna be, not vamp going to be right. Twilight
0: vampire. Oh uh, no.
1: no, no, no! I'm going to Italy. I'm gonna go meet Michael Shane.
0: Yeah, let's let's go be Volturi together. I think yeah, that's we'll go fine. party with
1: Volturi. They'll go have a party.
0: They really will. They really, really will. And they'll have excellent laughs at everyone's expense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's move on. Can would Can I, I just say, say can... Bree? No, I didn't do
1: an option C. I said I would prefer an option C, but I'm giving an option C, and in the end. I picked Dracula.
0: <laughs> okay. Next question. Would you rather wear a silver lame tuxedo or a black glittery jumpsuit?
1: Silver lame tuxedo. I, I I aspire to be Pam. Pam is, Pam is everything. Plus the black glittery jumpsuit. Freaking hell, dude, you're not Elvis. That's Bubba.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, Bubba... I'm I'm sad that Bubba did not make an appearance in this one. I feel like he would have been...
1: The entertainment.
0: <laughs> he could have been the entertainment for the evening, instead of hiring a DJ. Can I... I don't know if I want to... Mm. I really like the idea of a black glittery jumpsuit and a silver Lemay tuxedo. I feel like it would be it would be easier to go pee if you're wearing a tuxedo than it is if you're wearing a black glittery jumpsuit because But I mean, you're a vampire,
1: you don't have bodily functions.
0: Oh yeah you're uh-huh. right. Uh huh. Oh you're right. Can I wear <laughs> can I wear both? <laughs> That's option C. But look, I could, I could wear, I could do exactly what Milos did, and wear the black glittery jumpsuit underneath my tuxedo, and I can make a costume change. And everyone knows I love a costume change. Mm, that so feels really, like a loophole. No, yeah, really, no. Accept it. it's, a,
1: it's a loophole. It's a loophole. Let, no. Getting away with both of them.
0: No, let me finish, please. Essentially, I'm wearing the black gl- glittery jumpsuit because I'm ripping the tuxedo away. And I'm wearing the black glittery jumpsuit for the rest of the night. So I don't even count the tuxedo. It's just there for the big reveal.
1: So when the little tiny gong comes out Mm -hmm. and you hear the little tiny gong gong, that's when the big reveal happens.
0: Yes. Yes. (sighs) Look, and Bree's letting us be the masters of our own destiny. Well, we are the masters of our own destiny. It's true. We say that every time.
1: Um, You found the loophole in this one.
0: I'm still wearing the black glittery jumpsuit for most of the evening.
1: Yeah.
0: L20Cav says Silver would be very safe when walking home for visibility. <laughs> You're right. It's the safest option. Uh,
1: next question. Yes, please. Would, would you rather meet your hero or kill a legend
0: Can I just say you know what I forgot to do Pop the questions up on the screen I'm doing really good <laughs> in this episode
1: Well to be fair I'm busy reading what people are saying in the comments So it's true <laughs>
0: It's true Um okay so
1: <sighs> meet I really hero or kill a legend dum dum dum
0: I really think that I want to meet my hero And I know that I've met a lot of my heroes on Fictional Hangover, doing interviews and stuff, but I'd love to meet some of my heroes in real life. So I think that's what I'm going to go with. And I know everyone is shocked because normally I would pick to murder people all the time. But not this time. I want to meet my hero.
1: Hmm.
0: Interesting. Yeah. What about you?
1: I'm kind of feeling I want to go down in infamy Yeah. and kill a legend
0: yeah um dragonheart995 I think he's uh I think he's with you here meet your hero have a memory for a lifetime kill a legend be a memory for a lifetime perfect answer yeah
1: I want to kill a legend
0: that's fine
1: And a little
0: fucking fabulous doing it. Of course. Bree wants to meet her hero and become (laughs) disillusioned unless it's Miss Gale because the legend would kick my butt all over the place.
1: Can confirm Miss Gale is amazing.
0: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Al twenty Cav wants to meet Brad Pitt from the Lestat question. And then don't worry, friends, there's a follow-up, which if you have been listening to our episodes, you know that L20Cab always has really awesome answers to our would-you-rather questions. And so he asks, would he give Brad the ass or the crotch? <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> as long as it's respectful. If you know, you know. <laughs> Annie wants to meet Miss Gale. Oh, and Amy McCall has just joined us. So Amy, you got to answer this question. And the question is, would you rather meet your hero or kill a legend?
1: I don't know which legend I'm killing, by the way. I'm being non-specific in, in who that is. Yeah. But it's happening.
0: I feel like that would be really menacing if you chose live who you were going to murder
1: (laughs) should I just declare right now I'm coming for you (laughs) you should you should but we spoil the element of surprise well (laughs) For for legal disclaimer I am not plotting to murder or kill any legends
0: you always have to throw those disclaimers in Hey,
1: we've we've been threatening murder for the past two months. We need to be clear, it's not accurate.
0: We're not actually murderers, anyone, everyone, okay? All planning. Okay. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Alright. we have the next question? Oh, hold on. For legal purposes, this is all a joke. Exactly so.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Yes. Next question. Would you rather fangirl squee with Eric or snarkily judge with Pam?
1: I mean, come on. It's snarkily judge with Pam. That's, that's my lifeblood. Coffee and snark.
0: You're right. But...
1: You're thinking about the double team cosplay potential with Eric, aren't you?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, and I love, I love being a fangirl. A I have, I have gone, I've gone to my place. <laughs> I um, I really do love fangirling, um, so I think that's what I'm gonna pick. I think that's what I'm gonna pick. Um, Amy McCall author of the recently published Mina and the Slayers, woo, go read that one, uh, says, I'm not much of a squeer, but I'd make an exception for Eric. I mean, Eric is the exception to to all rules, to everything. Mm. 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 Pretty Tart says both. Both is good. Well, we're just option C and all the way down today unacceptable okay fine who am i kidding i would join right in with amy and eric and squee my head off
1: (laughs) do you know i honestly think it would depend on who it is like as to the level of (laughs) bothered like if it's the ultimate like hero then you're gonna squeeze. But if you, you have even any squeam. element, exactly, if you've got any element of suspicion, you're going to snark.
0: I just but really even then, like... I, think,
1: yeah. I, I think I think I could easily be in the corner snarking away and, you know, acting like the cool kids and <laughs> really not being.
0: I was about to say, everyone would know that I'm faking it. If I were snarking over in the corner, I would just... It would be cover-up snark. Because I would be I would be fangirling all over the place. I can't help it. Annie it really says... It does
1: fall down to who, though.
0: Yeah. Annie says, while I would love to... And I love her spelling choice. I don't know if it was done on purpose or not. Fang girl <laughs> with Eric. It's snarky is her truest nature, so Pam... I'm with Yanni. sit in the cord and
1: spill the tea. Mm.
0: Dragonheart says Option C is the best answer. It really is. Option C is the best choice every single time this time. Oh, no. <sighs> okay, yeah. so, Tart says just... Claire's is too cool for school. <clears throat> and then L20 Cav. That squeam meant being so excited that you wee a little. You know, Oh, We're vampires. We've already covered this. We're vampires. We don't have bodily functions. So thank goodness I'm not constantly peeing myself. Because let's face it, I would. (laughs) Let's move on to the last would you rather question and move away from from the
1: bodily functions.
0: Always peeing my pants. Always. (laughs) (laughs) Always. All right. (laughs) Fine. Last
1: question. Would you rather drink royalty, true blood, or, option C, actual human blood?
0: Hmm. Hmm. You already said it this episode, Claire. You're not going to be a vegetarian vampire. You're not going to twilight this. So that means you only have one option, and it is actual human blood. I am taking away your
1: choices. It could be royalty. You know, go down the Gladiol route. Instead of a dark lord, you would have a queen. Not dark, but beautiful and terrible as the dawn. Who likes to drink a little bit of mixed blood. Hmm. But it's going to be hard to come by. Very expensive. And this queen is on a budget.
0: Right. I mean, there's fang bangers all over the place.
1: It's true. It's very true. You know what? It's probably going to be True Blood during the week and Human Blood on a weekend.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Option D. I can get with that. Dragonheart's also going with Option D. Sample them all and then make a choice. <laughs> drink all the blood. All blood all the time. Amy has a bottle of True Blood that she bought when the series came out so she'd rather drink human blood than that. Please don't drink expired true blood. I had one of those, Amy, and it broke when we moved house.
1: I'm sad. Devastated. I have a little mocked version now. I can do true blood shots.
0: (laughs) Annie says, if I drink true blood, do I keep my super veggie power? Although, I, as a queen, I deserve royalty. You do. You do deserve royalty.
1: You will keep all your powers, Annie.
0: You will. Um, are we option d
1: this? Just having it all and seeing what we like best?
0: I mean, we've done it with every other question.
1: We are so indecisive this week.
0: We really are. But it's fine. We're it's allowed it
1: every now and again.
0: Fine. We are. <laughs> Alright. Let's move on to favorite... Final thought quote.
1: It almost feels like it'll be easier just to read the story.
0: (laughs) It would be. Okay. But you can't. So, what are you going to choose? So, this is a case
1: of hero worship gone crazy? Yes. Yes, it it is.
0: is. Yes, it is.
1: And the second one. So, you know, the whole thing may be a crock of shit.
0: Yes, it may be a crock of shit.
1: Yes, it is. (laughs) What's your quotes?
0: Mm. We actually all stood in hushed silence, waiting for the great pumpkin. Oh, wait. (laughs) The dark prince. (laughs) (laughs) Also, come closer to me. (laughs) that's actually spelled E-R-R-R-K for everyone. Eh. That's where you get staked. <laughs> <laughs> and then, finally, just because, honestly, just because I hate it a little bit, what happens in Shreveport stays in Shreveport. Oh uh, it's so cheesy. I hate it. I hate it so much. Which means I actually love it. Oh. Tiny gong quote for the win. Yes. Yes. I do love Eric's tiny gong. I really wish I had a tiny gong. Me too. We need to get tiny gongs. We really, really do. All right. So, um,. If you liked this, try this. What do you got?
1: This book, it's haven't read it yet. It's a new release this month, but it sounds delightful, and okay. it's called "When Life Gives You Vampires" by Gloria Duke. Fantastic. Yes, it's a paranormal dumpling for adults. "When Life Gives You Vampires" is part a journey of body positivity. Part a story about learning how to accept love in the face of value, and part a hysterical rom-com told through a paranormal lens. Twenty-five-year-old Lily Baines is used to w- waking up hungover, overweight, and unemployed. Waking up with fangs, not so much. But when it turns out a little light necking has more serious consequences than she ever imagined, least determined to get to the bottom of it. Tristan hadn't meant to turn Lily. It's against vampire law. But now that she's here, they need to team up to save their hides. They strike a truce, fending off other vampires, Lily's work rival turned slayer, and her mother's torn, deaf romance and fitness advice. All the while, Lily faces down her insecurities about the fact that she lives in a diet-obsessed world with a body that will never age, never die, and never change. Can she learn to love the plus-size woman she'll be forevermore? It has... Ooh pangs of the um, Molly Harper Jane, Vampire Jane series as well, which I freaking adore, and any regular regular listener to Fiction Hangover knows I listen to those stories at least once a year, because they're just so snarky and fun Um, but this one has a plus size protagonist, which we all know I like Um, so it just sounds fun, it just sounds a nice, easy, fun vampire read yeah. And it's just come out this month. So check it out. What have you got?
0: Well, I talk- I've talked about it a couple of times and so now I'm finally going to share it. Dracula motherfucker, written by Alex DeCampi and illustrated by Erica Henderson. <laughs> Vienna, 1889. Dracula's brides nail him to the bottom of his coffin. Los Angeles, 1974. An aging starlet decides to raise the stakes. Crime scene photographer Quincy Harker is the only man who knows it happened, but will anyone believe him before he gets his own chalk outline? And are Dracula's three brides there to help him? Or use him as bait? It's a really fun graphic novel. And it's called Dracula Motherfucker, you. You Can't Go Wrong.
1: When you read it, you told me about it. I was like, there is not a book called Dracula Motherfucker. And yeah, there is a Dracula Motherfucker. There is. We may end up covering Dracula it on the show. Just for the title. Just for the title. Just
0: for the title. Just mm. for the title. Dracula
1: do we have any spotlights this week?
0: <laughs> we do. This one is a new one. I believe it just recently came out. It's called Such Sharp Teeth by Rachel Harrison. Rory Morris isn't thrilled to be moving back to her hometown, even if it is temporary. There are bad memories there. But her twin sister, Scarlett, is pregnant, estranged from the baby's father, and needs support. So Rory turns to the place she thought she'd put in her rear view. After a night out at a bar, where she runs into an old, almost flame, she hits a large animal with her car. And when she gets out to investigate, she's attacked. Rory survives, miraculously, but life begins to look and feel different. She's unnaturally strong, with an aversion to silver, and suddenly the moon has her in its thrall. She's changing into someone else, something else, maybe even a monster. But does that mean she's putting those close to her in danger? Or is embracing the wildness inside of her the key to acceptance? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's probably werewolves. But that's okay. There are no tenuous links this time. No. It's true, we don't.
1: Tenuous link is, it is also a traditional monster.
0: Oh, yes. It's tenuous of tenuous links. That is very tenuous. Very, very tenuous. Alright, uh, so that's it. For this live episode of Fictional Hangover, I'm Amanda. And I'm Claire. Join us in just a few minutes in Vampire Book Club. I'm scrolling our link there at the bottom, so if you'll give us just a few minutes after we finish recording, we'll hop over to Zoom and have a Vampire Book Club. But after that... Join us next time as we discuss Manners and Mutiny, Finishing School Book the Fourth, by and with Gail Carriger. Look out for our Would You Rather polls on social media. Don't forget about our book club and monthly challenges on Facebook. Be sure to visit our shop on Redbubble at fictionalhangover.redbubble.com for all your favorite fictional hangover-themed merchandise, and become a patron of ours on Patreon at patreon.com slash fictionalhangover. Until next time, remember, the only cure for a fictional hangover is another book
1: You can find us at fictionalhangover.com Follow us on Instagram at fictionalhangover Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash fictionalhangover and on Twitter <laughs> at fictionalhangover no ER. If you like this episode check out our others and be sure to rate, review and subscribe so you don't miss out And finally, special thanks to Liz Emerson for her music. You can find her on Facebook and Patreon. And please don't forget to like this video on YouTube Thanks for listening!